Ladies and gentlemen, hello world, welcome back to another episode of the VR1 NFT podcast, and I'm your host, VR1. Good morning, I want to welcome you guys into my kingdom. Um, As you can tell, I had a performance yesterday, 32 songs, two albums, kind of lost my voice there. I've been taking honey to soothe my vocals, and I'm going to be putting together a quick science experiment, and I want to bring you guys along. I am into kosher coffee, um, quote-unquote back-home style, and... There's a special and unique way to make it. So I thought to myself, what better opportunity to connect with my loyal listeners than to actually um, make the coffee with you guys. I I do have a can of of evaporated milk, so this might help. Let me see. Okay, this is evaporated milk, so I'm going to use that as the base. I don't want to use water. I could use water. I was planning to use water, but that kind of um, evaporated milk is pretty awesome because it's a good substitute. So now, if I can just locate... um, if I can locate the coffee, where did I put the coffee? Um, I know my family has moved some stuff around, but where could it be? Where the heck is the thing? Um, other than that, today's going to be a marvelous day, and I pray for all of your dreams to come true, for everything to be of the utmost success. I greatly appreciate the opportunity to connect with you guys. So the week is starting to wind down. Today is hump day. But, um, you know, after tomorrow, I will be taking a much needed um pit stop I'm slowly building a system to where I can have my Friday, Saturday and Sundays to worship and um my schedule has been crazy I will be doing a lot of office work for today so I'm going to bring you guys along um, to the journey of my day-to-day office work. You know what? I have found everything except that. What the heck is this? That's cleaning stuff. Wrong thing. So, um, yeah, basically, that's where I'm at. And, again, there is no perfect storm 
Oh, there it is. I knew I had it over here. There is no perfect storm to create content. I know that my voice is raspy, which that's okay. My voice is very clear and comes across amazingly. And let me see how much I have. Two, four, six, eight. So two, four, six, and eight. I'm going to try maybe... Let me start with these two first. Because the thing is, um, I'm doing this in a back-home method. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take a sock and I'm going to make a device where I can pour the coffee and put it in to boil with the, with the evaporated milk. And what that is going to do is it's going to create its own thing. I'll add a little bit of honey and maybe a little bit of lemon. Then I'll add some sugar. But what the way my, my elders used to make it is they used to have a hanger and they would put like a, Kind of like a drain, I guess you call it in America. And then they put the sock over the drain. Then the coffee goes in there and then drops. that drops into the evaporated milk. And um, this will kind of be like espresso, which is okay. Actually, you know what? I'm going to start by pouring the honey first as my base because when it's hot, it's going to melt it. So this will be kind of like an espresso but more like European style. And it's going to be pretty damn strong. So, I'm going to put a good amount of honey. I have some granulated sugar here. I'm going to put about a teaspoon of this in here. And then we can start warming up. the. Actually, let me drop in the milk to see if I have a... Oh, here we go. Technical difficulty. Okay, I know what to do. When you don't have a, um, an opener that has a push pin in the center, what you could do is you just open one little tab on one side and one little tab on the other side. Then what you do is you lift one. You use like a fork. And what that's going to do is going to kind of pressurize it so it comes out. So we'll do that. We'll pour that there. It's going to boil. It is going to need a little bit of sugar. So, what I'll do is I'll add water. One equal part so I can boil it inside, inside of the, the thing. Alright. So now, that way we kind of um, stretch it a little bit. And I'll add the sugar to the evaporated milk so that I keep the honey separate. And for the sugar, you know, I have to be very careful with my sugar intake. And I'm going to take one regular teaspoon because I kind of like my coffee a little bit strong. So, this is a great idea. Mmm, very good. 
I, I think I'm going to go live. And I just want to do like a recap. Because today, I have more office work than being on the field. And I have to kind of build this contraption. That's the word I'm going to select. So, I need to build this home style. You could use a piece of cloth as well. But, um, just to kind of give you an idea. I'm trying to think how I could do this. Mm, this may be too small. But what I'm using is like, it's kind of like a Keurig, but it's not because it's a homemade rig. But it's the same concept. You bring the evaporated milk to a boil under the water. You add the sugar to the evaporated milk and let it stretch. Add honey to your cup, and then you take your coffee. You grind it. You put it in a in a, a container. And then when it's boiling at a peak, you drop it just enough to where it, it tints the evaporated milk. And your espresso will be made home style. Dawn says, I'm trying to think what I could use. Again, my grandma used to take like a hanger and then put the fabric over it and let that boil and then put the coffee on the top. So I'm trying to think if that would work and how would it work. But... I thought it would be a good time to bond with you guys. So I said, let me go on my podcast. Let me go on my adventure. Doesn't hurt to try it, right? It's going to be okay. All right. It's going to be all right. But, um, Something I was thinking about, like as I was waking up, I was like, all right, this is how I'm going to do it. And um, now, together, we can rule the galaxy as father and son. Either this works or it works. There's no other option. There's no other alternative. So I'm pouring this in here. I have to make sure I have enough space in my little machine here. So Starbucks, move aside because you got some competition, Wody. Got something for you, Starbucks. Now, if I fail at this, my mom 
It's never going to let me forget about it. Because my mom and my grandma are the freaking best. And that's what they do. Okay. So now I got my fabric. And I'm ready to stir in. Ooh, lower the heat. Too hot, too hot, too hot. Ooh, got to lower the heat. You know how Starbucks has that espresso machine? Well, I just made one at home. Whoa, there. But it's working. I, of course, raised the heat and I burned some of the cream. But it's okay because I'll never say that to my family. <laughs> say this is impossible. There we go. So now, as it's boiling, I just stir it. It smells good already, baby. So let's taste it. Hot, hot. Mm, not bad. Not bad if I say so myself. Kind of like making tea, but it's not it's gourmet. It's like a French latte. And of course, I'll burn the goddamn cream. That's okay. Stir it. Mm. Remember, this either works or it doesn't work. But either way, I tried my best. So, let's talk about business while we let that sit in for a quick second. So, I have to begin the process of um, building my office because, of course, my child has everything from musical instruments here to all kinds of thingamajiggers. My son had a, a musical performance. He's in an orchestra band. They had a function yesterday. My son rocked out the entire opera. He's the best, greatest of all time. He's also my executive producer, but he is chilling out. Had a long night yesterday. I had a concert. I had a performance. I recorded two albums. Um... I don't think I did the podcast yesterday. Did I? Yeah, I think I did. I think I did go live yesterday. And um, nothing. Chilling. Everything's blessed. Just moved this equipment out the way. And thank God I charged everything yesterday because that will allow me to um, to carry business. I've actually declared war on one of my business partners. Let me explain. There's been 
broken communication, this business has been a concern for me. Um, I've pretty much been making the, I guess, the, you know, the necessary, I've been taking the necessary steps to pretty much walk away not on the best terms, not how I wanted to, but my suspicions are true. Like my intuition rarely ever fails me, if at all. And this is a situation that I just kind of saw the business on a decline. And now it's just like, it's clear, you know, and I have attached myself to the people. You know, you ask yourself, like, why the heck am I even wasting my time, you know? Why the heck am I even whatever, whatever, whatever? And, you know, I I really care for these people, man. These are good people. And it's not the people that I was working with. You know, everybody in the business, they're pretty, pretty solid people. You know, I give them that. But um, it's more like on the management level, ownership just has no idea. And I could bypass the contract because this, this is how it works, right? Basically, you have a few main companies, right? You have the main location, and then you have a corporate or a corporation that rents a space, they run the business out of that space. Then you have subcontractors such as myself that outsource staffing, etc. So what winds up happening is these people are in a constant fight to get these contracts because they're worth a lot of money. So there's probably five companies which I all work for. And actually I work with, let me not say that, I got to be careful how I say stuff. I'm a government contractor, right? So my company helps these companies scale and grow to help the big corporate companies because I'm also pursuing that corporate contract, right? That's the 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 key to success is to get a contract directly from the company, which is where I stand right now. I've seen enough failure in all these small companies to where I could start my own very easily. I could do my own hiring, etc., pay my own taxes, etc., and work directly for the company, which they've offered to me. The only problem is I don't really want the headache at this moment. But my back is against the wall. I've seen these businesses fail in so many areas. And again, management, ownership, they have no idea. They have no clue the, the type of nonsense that goes on. So, if I didn't have so many other projects going on in my personal life, then it wouldn't be that bad, right? It wouldn't be such a a concern. But from my understanding, it's like, what can I do? You know, I hate to have to walk away from an investment. I hate to walk away from a business. But I've already overextended my welcome like I've already tried everything that I could possibly 
try to do. And the message is not coming across because even though they understand, I think it's the fact that the message is coming from me is the issue. And that shouldn't be like that. You know, business should be clear and transparent. Um, we should all learn from each other. We should work together. You know, I don't want to be the elephant in the room anymore. And that's exactly how I feel. I feel like the elephant in the room. You know, everybody agrees with what I'm saying. The fact is coming from me puts them at an alarm because they feel that I'm trying to fight for their contract. If I wanted to do that, I would have done that from the beginning. And I have opportunities that I have started to entertain as of today. You know, by the time I started to even record the podcast, I already have sent out plenty of emails. And that's the the process that I'm going to start right now. That's why I'm making this coffee. And I knew this would be like a craft type uh, situation. So I said, man, I need to connect with you guys and kind of share where I'm at. So as of tomorrow, I'm going to go on the road. I'm going to go on site. And I have all my business interviews and meetings for tomorrow. Um, One particular company, I put them on hold to prioritize this business, this particular business. And they have a corporate opportunity. And I'm like, damn, you know, I was happy just getting the contract. You guys talking corporate. That's amazing. But see, I also have two other, um, two other investments that will mature towards the ending of this month and the beginning of next month. And because of the way that the schedule is, is slated, I can literally, um, I can literally entertain both. So it has provided a wonderful opportunity for me in the sense that I don't have to compromise. I don't have to um, second guess myself in the situation, you know, and that's an amazing thing. Because, you know, we're not born knowing, you know, we, we learn stuff as we go along. And there's nothing wrong with that. See, that's what people don't understand. Success is a process. It's not an event. It's not an overnight thing. You know, I've been in business most of my life. So there's nothing new to me. And people that haven't seen a huge amount of success, they're willing to fight for the little success. Not understanding that. And unity is the strength. And that's what's going to get you to the next level. You see, you can only do so much for yourself. You can only do so much for your own. You only have two hands. Okay? And until you start working as a team, you can't capitalize on the things you could do if you had more assistance. You know? And pretty much, it's as simple as that. You know, if you can lift 20 boxes by yourself with 12 people, you know, you can lift over 200 boxes. 
So wouldn't that be sweet? Wouldn't that be cool? But in order for you to work with 12 extra people, you know, you you have to um basically be a team player. You have to have good communication. You have to have the most important skill, which is people skills, you know? You have to understand where everybody in that collective is in life. You have to understand their situation. And some people say, well, I don't have to do that, you know? And it's okay if you feel that way. I just disagree because there are certain things that are not, quote, unquote, written on the wall, but it's good ethic. It brings you good karma to do things the right way, etc. And, you know, if you can help somebody, help somebody, you know. And even if somebody grows, that doesn't mean that you're in a decline. You understand me? And some people fail to understand that. They feel that if you get into a position, their position is compromised. And that's so sad because... there's enough success for everybody, if that makes sense. Something is clogging this drain. What the heck is that? But, um... Something has clogged this drain. I wonder what the heck it is. Let me get this checked out. That's not a good sign. Well, I guess God wants me to be a plumber. Asking mm. to be a repair. Just by looking at it, I'm like, yeah, there's some stuff that's stuck down there. Well, back to what I was elaborating on. This is a situation that plagues so many businesses. It really hurts the families of those owners you know it hurts the families of the supervisors management when there's an internal conflict that is creating the downfall of the business because ultimately that's what you call a self-inflicted wound see i always said this before COVID 19 everybody says it's the economy everybody says it's this and it's that But you know what the truth is? Many businesses were failing before COVID-19. This is not anything new. And that is just the reality. It's the truth. But people will say, no, it's, it's the economy. Or no, it's this and it's that. Well, I beg to differ. I know better. I know that. There's a lot more 
to the failure of a business. And a lot of it comes from lack of compassion, lack of understanding, the unwillingness to understand, you know, exactly what's going on. Look at this espresso that I'm making at home, Starbucks. And as you guys can tell, it's been a process. I didn't just wake up and had some custom uh, coffee waiting for me because I'm going live on my podcast. No, I had to get up and make it. Mm. Excelente. I had to go through a process. So, the same way that you have a process, you also have what we call the rules of engagement. Now, I've probably um, helped a few thousand businesses in my time. This is in probably less than 10 years. So, about a little over 100 businesses per year. And you start noticing patterns, right? You start seeing where growth is hemorrhaged. Where, you know, you kind of notice that these things happen all the time. I remember when I first sat down with uh, one of these supervisors... Uh, this person is uh, what you call like bipolar. Shout out to mental health. It's so important. It is taboo in our community and we don't speak about it enough. But um, basically, it was a, a issue from the start. It was something that was not being conducted as it should. And I, of course, pursued, pursued, pursued the contract. The initial location fell through, but then the primary location, which I didn't know that at the time, was the contract that was awarded. So I took it on. I've had the business for a few months already. And little by little, We lead up to this meeting. I get a promotion in the company. As far as the partnership, I have my own business, but, you know, I'm I'm working with another business. And um, it's like the roller coaster. Everything is good, 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 and now it's boom, the crash and burn. So in the meeting, there was a moment where we had to translate. And the main supervisor, he started the ceremony. And he was doing his best. When he finished, he was um, he was very visibly overwhelmed. And, um, you know, I took it upon myself to translate. Papi, um, go, go shut down because I'm going to be I'm, I'm going to be going live. OK. So. Basically. 
um, you know, me being a team player, I say, you know what, let's, uh, let's collaborate. I'll help you with that part. And everything was okay until that same um, person got involved. What ended up happening is that it stopped what I was doing. It made everybody else feel uncomfortable. It looked very unprofessional to the outside world. No, this is, I'm, I'm recording, Jonathan. This is, uh, I just made this. That's frozen and I put the hot water in there. There's nothing there. See if there's something in the freezer. I just made that. So, not only did it seem unprofessional, in reality, it was unprofessional. And not only did it seem um, very poorly put together, the reality is, is it was poorly put together. So, it kind of, um, it kind of messed up that situation, you know, big time. Quick second. I need to make a phone call, so we'll be right back after this segment. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to today's second segment. Give me one second, because we are going live, baby. Do you know where we're going live? We're on spaces, baby. And today is Wednesday. Wednesday space. And let's decorate this a little bit.
Shut this down.